Hey everybody and welcome to episode 129 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Here we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve. Here's your host, Ryan Martin. So guys and girls, welcome back to the show. We had a little sabbatical last week. I just had lots of things going on. Didn't manage to get a uh, show done. I've got some awesome shows lined up for you, so don't worry about that. Not going anywhere. And today's show is an absolute humdinger. Um, just before we get off to uh, or get into the show, as always, the episode is sponsored by www.reviveyourself.co or .co if you're in the UK. Um, where we have got uh, our shop full of fantastic supplements um, that are all going to boost your health. I always love to recommend Living Fuel as a as a well, a, com- a complete um, whole food based supplement that's just going to cover all bases. There's nothing like it on the planet. Two scoops of it is the equivalent of two hundred and sixty dollars worth of organic produce, uh, as well as other things. We've got vitamin C in there. We've got natural soaps got toothpaste for you probiotics greens drinks it's just we've got everything in there is all organic a lot of it is well crafted and fermented and i wouldn't put anything in our shop that i wouldn't take myself um also got our whole house water filtration systems from aquatair one two three and four bed soft and hard water options depending on what you want they take out 99.9 percent of all the nasties that you get in the water supply if you want clean water then look no further than that uh, we've got our Aries Tech electronic magnetic frequency de- blocking devices. Uh, we've got the 5G option there as well. Absolutely phenomenal. I'd be uh, getting them if I was you. You can put get ones for your laptop, your phone, get one for your wear it on yourself or your car. Really, really worth investing in them. Uh, and obviously got some great products in the Finchley Clinic um, that we've got there. Phenomenal products um, that allow us to cleanse your body and boost your immune system. And um, we've got lots of other things. Uh, we should by now have, I don't know why it's not up, but we've got our essential oil um, wizardry connection coming up for the essential oils, the best essential oils in the world from Dr. Nick Berry. If you go onto the, his website, www.essentialoilwizardry.com, and you put in the code REVIVE in small letters, you're going to get 15% off or maybe 10 or 15 percent i think it's 15 maybe 10 percent off your um orders but they should be up on the site now should be a link to them on our site got lots going on as i said before and if you go to blueblocks.com b-l-u-b-l-o-x.com for your blue blocking glasses for the evening and for the daytime for the block that artificial blue light you put in the code revive there you get 10 percent off that should be on our site too if it's not it will be there imminently um and gonna have some great stuff from ancient purity on on board soon so look, the website's been updated the book the chronic fatigue solution book that i've been doing it is literally just being put together in terms of just get designed the cover really the book's ready to go um and from that we're gonna we've got my new chronic fatigue solution program out as well um which is a 21 day program that's going to allow your body to to heal um which is coming out very very soon we're gonna have the book 
you can have the audio book and then you can be able to to get the 21 day program and um, it's going to be for a fraction of the price of what it usually goes for and 21 days um, to get in your body back into health um, both both nutritionally and mentally emotionally and then you have other options off the back of that too so I really wanted to do because everyone I speak to whatever chronic illness they've got they're always really tired, fatigued, exhausted and exhausted and not able to do all the things they want such as playing with their kids, you know, the hobbies they want maybe not even got the libido to, um, and the sex drive has gone or not even able to spend quality time with their partner um, as well as just be themselves and get up and in performing their job and progressing their careers or just, yeah, be active around the house. So really important. Uh, I want to get this program out to people and the book. The book is going to give you all everything you need. Um, everything you need. I'm not even going to ask you to buy the book. All I'm going to ask you to do is pay for the postage and packaging and printing. And it's going to be off to you. are going to get it to you as cheaply as possible. So just work on the cover for the book. That should be out. Uh, imminently it's taken a little while as these things always take longer than you think uh, but it is coming anyway on to today's show guys and girls it is with Jason Christoph a returning guest and today we're going deep into self-sabotage we talk about the dangers of blue light how it can really impact your health and your sales communication talk about David Chappelle's um, Netflix special um, and why it's so important to adult up so without further ado here is Jason here's the show and i'll see you on the other side i just had to update my uh skype settings i think i was just playing around with but uh, uh nice nice yellow yellow top there mate yeah we uh, get to relax a bit when it's just audio yeah <laughs> exactly yeah no it's why yeah well, to be fair well i do want to do the live as well but i want to get it to, to a point where um I want to get to a point where I've actually got a studio or I'm going to get a better, I'm going to get a setup where I can actually dial you in on Bluetooth. Um, by trying to put together a little thing where I do do some traveling in the next like year so I can go out and try and meet you all because lots of lots of, I've got lots of people I interview in, the, in America and in Canada um, because, uh, I mean, we've got a health movement here, but the, the, the health industry, um, health and wellness, or say holistic style stuff in American Canada is pretty big, well, especially America. Um, pretty big. Is it quite big in in Canada? Um, I would say. I mean, it's getting there. There's an enclave of people that want to be super healthy, and they're you know they're 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 a quiet bunch, but they lead by example. Yeah. So we get where we want to go. And if you ever came to Canada, and you know if you're traveling by, you feel free to stay at my house. You know, oh, Got a nice big house if you want to find a room. Oh mate, I'll definitely take you up on that. Yeah, because you, uh, Toronto is not somewhere I've been. I went to um, I think I mentioned before I went to Vancouver last year, which was which was really nice. Um, very um, yeah, very uh, say progressive city, um, but very nice. Like really, really cool. Like the um, the harbor and everything, really really nice. But um, yeah, I've, I've heard. I mean, I know people that think. Yeah, pretty sure it's Toronto. They they rate Toronto higher than New York. Is it? What's the what's the big? Well, well, I'm four hours. I'm in the same time zone as Toronto, but right. I'm I'm outside. I'm four hours outside Toronto. Toronto's a very high end city. It's uh, it's it's not like New York. I mean, it's expensive for Canadians to live there. More and more expensive all the time, um, and you know, I, I tell people I never advise them to live in the big cities simply because like the work of Dr. Jack Cruz, you're gonna you're gonna find that the there's a huge health detriment 
So we can, you know, you can pass through if you wanted to. I live in Cornwall, Ontario, Canada. Yeah, yeah. So you could pass through and, and get your health together before you hit Toronto because you're going to need it when you're there. Because, again, the sunlight is absent a lot because of the buildings and, um, you know, you, the, the energy flow there is heavily, heavily electric. So it can really uh, interfere with your electrical conductivity in your own body. Yeah, no, that um, yeah, all that means cities like I mean, it's funny. Because you work at David Icke. They say that all the cities are on selective points of energy. But yeah, the um, the the higher buildings. I mean, it's all about the light. Obviously, the buildings and the electricity of, of like you're getting there, five G, etc. Also, the pollution, right? I mean, the thing is, there are fun places. There's lots of energy, lots of people there, <clears throat> lots going on. But yeah, the pollution. I mean, just this year, I think England was three three or more times the highest uh, sorry England London three or more times the highest pollution pollution of any city in the world um, so people don't realize how much and I was listening I think it was last year there was a hundred and fifty thousand cases of diabetes just related to air pollution you know pancreatic um, pancreatic problems due to air pollution so people need to realize as you said big cities and, and what they can do to actually increase their air quality yeah, and uh, definitely, and if you listen, like, you know, I think you might have put me on to him, Dr. Jack, uh, is it Jack Cruz, right? Yeah, is that yeah. his name? Yeah. Um, he, he goes to the fact that because the sun, the natural sunlight is absent, especially in the morning hours, you get, uh, there's a photonic kind of a quantum uh, electron, proton effect in the body when you don't absorb the morning hour sunlight. And it would affect the brain the most and Parkinson's and then uh, the metabolism, the diabetes and then autoimmunity. So he marks those as the big three that are going to hit people if you do not allow the morning sun to set the rhythm of your organs. And that's what the morning sun does. I find it. And that's why it's so dangerous to live in these cities because you actually with the buildings that are around you you're going to have a hard time absorbing the sunlight in the morning hours because it's going to be blocked a lot of times from all sides. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, I think you just you watched one of his videos yesterday, right? Or was it the day before? I think you uh, put, a couple of days ago, I've been kind of uh, feasting on him, um, yeah. Jack Cruz, for the past uh, week. But uh, poor people who interview them, I've, I've, I heaven forbid you interview them he he really butchers the people that try to get him on because he's so intelligent uh sometimes it's hard for him to get his ideas across but if you listen to him enough you'll get the benefit the 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 main premise and the main premise is if you don't let the more if you wake up and let computer light be the first light or your phone light from your phone be the first light to enter your uh your eyes your diets won't work. And I've seen that in myself and I've seen that in my clients. And I've always wondered what the difference was between when I went to Greece and when I came back, where in Greece, my muscles would literally double in size. I would eat twice as many calories. I have no body fat. Then I come back and, and you know, sit in front of my computer and I'm still doing the same workouts. I'm eating half the food and I'm getting fat. And it, according to Dr. Cruz, this is why the light from the phone and the light from your computer makes all your organ and metabolic pathways uncoordinated. They can't talk to each other. 
I've listened to a lot of his stuff. I need to listen to it again. I remember him saying that. I listened to it a while ago. I need to go back and listen to his stuff. And he is extremely intelligent. I know he's very dogmatic about this stuff, and he can be quite abrasive and aggressive with it. Because well, uh, I, yeah, but I don't mind it. I don't care. Like if I got him, yeah. I want, I've actually tried to get him on a couple of times. He's busy. We're trying. I'm trying to get him on my show. But I hundred. I I completely agree. Whenever I go away, I say so many people. Whenever I go away and I'm by the sea, I wake up. The sunlight's coming through. I'm like, this is where I should be. Like this is where I should be. Oh, you just feel phenomenal. It's amazing. You can literally take the piss in the sun. Like I know you don't, but but like you just, no, you can. You can take the you piss. Can. You can take the. You, I yeah. mean, people go away and they're like, Ryan, I, I drank more and I did this and that, but I felt really good. It's like, well, because you were earthing every day, you're you're going in the sea every day. You had the sunshine every day. Your food was coming from a country that's that's grown right there. It was all fresh. You were relaxed. You weren't worrying about your job. You were with your wife, your family. There was a million and one things you were doing that you don't do on a normal day. And having a little bit of alcohol isn't going to disrupt the other ten thousand things that you're doing. Right, you weren't, as you say, you weren't on your computer all day. You weren't worrying about where your next paycheck is coming. You were the million things you weren't doing. And I, was, I did a video on it a few years ago where I said, "Where would I go if I was ill?" I said it wouldn't be to a hospital that's rife with MRSA and disease and dead sickly people. People come in the door, they walk in the front door, come out the back in a body bag. It would be. Like to an island like Greece or something like that, living in the sun, eating fresh food, you know, and it's amazing what you can do when you get up. But the sun's, I mean, it's the most hidden entity on the planet. Without it, we have nothing, right? And um, I mean, obviously, you need the seasons, etc. But it's just people. Yeah, the light. I need to. This is why I've actually not got them on right now. I was just trying to look for them because I usually put on my uh, artificial blue blocking glasses. I don't know where they were, but I usually use them when I. Because um, Andy Mampf was uh, Andy Mampf's got the, the the website I told you about blueblocks.com. Um, he's got like the best ones in my opinion. He's he's one. Yeah, great. and it's good that the the people out there know that you know according to Dr. Jack Cruz, it's the, you know the light from the computer and the light from your phone is called the blue light, mm-hmm. and that that blue light if it enters your retinal pathways as some of the first light that hits your these pathways in the morning you your food food and jack's proven this your food won't work so there'll be a huge difference in how your food is digested in your body because it's uncoordinated there can't be the liver talking to the kidney and the kidney talking to the colon and the colon talking to the heart and the brain if the natural light isn't the first light to enter the eyes in the morning and that's what Ryan's talking about is these blue blocking glasses. They're glasses that block the blue light from entering your your retinal pathways and it'll you know really help. But the best thing would be to do is wear the blue blocking glasses and also go out into the morning hours and and get the the sunrise into your into your eyes. And he suggests if you can do it, go out at other times during the day so that your your mind is always marking what time of day it is as to coordinate your bodily functions yeah i mean there's um so what we've got is the blue blocking glasses which with the, with the red lens so at night it blocks out all blue um, blue light because you probably don't want to have too much blue light at night they've, they've shown you know girls in india uh, no sorry girls in india girls in western countries are having their periods three four years before some of the countries like India in the in the in the east, because their bodies are living 
um, biologically twice the amount of, of days as they would chronolog chronologically because of the amount of light they're exposed to. The body thinks it's living two years in one, um, and so they have too much blue light. As well as other things, you know, it just disrupts your hormones, etc. So the red light, the glass at night, and the white ones for the daytime, because when you wear them and you're looking at your screen, they block out the artificial blue light. They let in the natural blue light, but the artificial right. blue light is blocked, right. which is which is really important. And Jim Quick, do you know Jim Quick? No, he's got the uh, quick learning. Um, he's he's the guy who's he's been in Hollywood. He teaches memory. He teaches people how to learn, not what to learn, but how to learn. And uh, he's very famous. He's got his own podcast. He's taught a lot of um, the Hollywood stars how to remember their script, etc. And one of the things he said, you know, we're in a age of so much information we're getting to so much information these days that you, you've got so many podcasts you're listening to you almost never take it in and one of the things you can do that will set you up for a day of distraction will be to look at your phone straight away in the morning because then you're already distracted and it and how you start your day is how your day basically goes for the rest of it and so if you start with distraction so not only with a blue light but also be distracted then you're setting yourself up for a, a fall straight away yeah, and I've taken, you know, the lectures from Jack Cruz to heart. I was, you know, out yesterday. I, I set up my gym outside of, on my patio in the back, working out outside instead of at the gym and determined that I'm not going to work past seven o'clock or six o'clock at night anymore. So there's there has to be these natural strategies. And, and the more successful we get, the more we can execute these strategies. So I literally have to make X amount now in a day to you know live the lifestyle that i want but now i just took three hours or two hours off the table and you know kind of going to have to refuse to see people past those times so th there's a whole life strategy and and a lot of people who are in the bigger cities might have to really adopt different life strategies and get out of the cities in the near future like dr jack cruz he said that he there's a whole there's two uh, 5G rings being built around the town of Nashville where he was. And he knows how dangerous that is in regards to the energy that flies through the air that can actually accumulate in your body. And so he literally had to sell his house and he's a brain surgeon. So he, you know, has probably a little bit of financial abundance, especially in the States. But he literally had to move two cities I think in two years, because he's well aware that the, when you have the 5G influx of electrons and another electrical pollution, it will make him physically ill and cause him brain damage. He knows that as a fact, as a scientist. So he had to evacuate the city. It's, gonna... it's hard to believe uh, people are putting up with this um, sort of I mean, evil knows how to bait the trap, right? Humans aren't that smart. They like their entertainment because they're le leading really boring lives. And, you know, the coup d'etat is, is right at our doorstep because these 5G towers are going to inflict so much damage on the humans that I think a lot of the pain teacher is going to show up and people are going to have to start paying attention that, yeah, they can download a Netflix movie onto their iPad 
in um, five seconds with the 5G network, but you know there's going to be massive cancers and massive diseases along with that. And once the word gets out, hopefully we can turn things around. I mean, but you can download it in four seconds already. You just don't need it. Even my friend the other day, who's not even into it, was like, "Why do we even need 5G? Like, we can download things ridiculously quick now anyway. Like, there's no, there's no." no need for it but anything else i mean i don't I mean, it's back in london i'm outside of london like you're outside of um toronto i'm i'm uh, about 45 minutes outside have have you got any 5g towers being built near you no there's no 5g towers but you see these gwen towers these very a little bit taller than regular towers and completely encrusted with with these other microwave radiation devices and yeah people are going to get sick and you know, I'm not too sure what's really going to happen, but hopefully people start paying attention as they become more and more sick. But it's almost like 90% of the population are followers and order takers and really like get cozy inside the lies and uh, make a house in the lie. And those are the ones that are going to be affected. Maybe the entire energetic plan is to really either wake those people up or get rid of them altogether because they're not going to survive. They're not going to survive with their phone stuck to their head or their head, their phone in their pocket or their Wi-Fi in their house. Their kids aren't going to survive. Their genome is not going to be propagated into the future. It's really, it's really sad. And of course, the 5G network, I mean, if you know anything about symbology, like five is known as the fifth element which means the magic or the ether. And G is the seven, and it's the main symbol on the Masonic apron is the G. So it's not too hard to put together that 5G symbolically means the magic of the, of the Illuminati or the Freemasonic order or something along those lines. It's very obvious that there's a, almost a code, a hidden code, inside this language to almost give us the hints and little tips of the hat that we need to start figuring all this out. It's almost like it's a very large computer system yeah. is what it seems like where all the names are sort of invented to either mock the people who don't know and give tips and, and you know, tips of the hat to the people who do know. Like Gmail, right? Yeah, like Gmail, of course, with the G and the mail, the mail, the men, because it's a mail order only. There is no same as that Masonic symbol, isn't it? The Y and the the M going through. Yeah, like the a, the Masonic apron. Yes, yeah, is yeah. the exact the Masonic apron that you have to wear, which is even odd because the Masonic apron, the aprons are Egyptian. That's what you see all the Egyptian kings wearing in their in their statues out of Egypt is an apron. And the kilt is um, uh, is another thing they used to wear in Egypt. And people don't even understand the connection between Egypt and the Freemasons and how all this knowledge about how to really control and dominate and manipulate lots of people is very old knowledge. Mm. It's very, very old, but it's getting some very dangerous upgrades right now in terms of electricity. That's what's really going on, and people aren't really aware yet that the Gmail symbol is the exact same symbol. It is it is the Masonic apron. That's what it is. And how can people not understand that the, the Freemasonic order might have been at one time altruistic at one time, but right currently 
it wears a, a veil. It where it's cloaked, it's disguised. And all these men, I don't know if they're bored or they have to dominate because it's their genetic, their genetic way, but it's the evil on this planet and the darkness on this planet is starting to take more than its fair share. It's taken a lot. I mean, I mean, we want to talk about actually going to um, Epstein, um, but like when I think it was Ken Wilber talks about what we need. You know, Ken Wilber. No, um, he's one of like Paul. Like Paul Check talks about him a lot. He's one of the like great thinkers of the time. He's um, of our time. He's he's he's, he's phenomenal, uh, and uh, he talks about in, it, for the world to change, it needs about seven percent uh, of the world to wake up and be conscious. And right now, we're about four and a half percent. So we're getting there, but it, we need a bit more people to be conscious about this movement and what's going on. And like the, the health industry has grown, but then again, it's like the health industry grows as the disease industry grows. And so, it's do you know it's like people, there's more of us coming around, but there's still a lot going on with factory farms depleting the soils, 5G, and I almost feel that there's going to be two different. Um, almost like races going on, is in like well, yeah. Well, the subconscious mind, the way it works, it won't always wants to be with the majority, mm. and it's been shown through the research that when you have an individual at home watching the TV, what's on the TV registers as what the majority is doing because it's being seen by so many people, and that's why the Facebook and Google and and all this uh, censorship has been going on so that as the health movement grows and as the people become awakened, the other people that want to be awakened and want to be healthy still feel intimidated to do so because they're getting these constant media messages that they're not in the majority if they're healthy, wealthy, and wise. Mm. And what the subconscious does, it doesn't care if what it follows makes you fat. It doesn't care if what it follows makes you sick. It doesn't matter if what it wants to follow makes you, you know, depressed. It will follow as a, as a point of programming based on what it believes the majority is doing si simply because it's not a happiness program. The subconscious is a, a fit in with the herd program. And if fitting in with the herd is about taking drugs and doing other things that make you miserable, that's exactly what it's going to do. So that's why the media is having – the media knows this. Whoever's in control of the media is well aware that everybody will sort of download and assess what the majority is doing. And that's why they constantly drown the public in the tsunami of negative role modeling. Oh, yeah. So that they're more comfortable being sick and disempowered because that's what the mind is told everybody's doing anyway. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if you saw a couple of the posts, but one of the ladies is like, oh my God, Ryan, since I've gone on news fast, I feel so much better. I was like, yeah, because you're not constantly listening to negative <coughs> nonsense where one person's saying this, one person's saying that. It's like your life... You know, live your life. It doesn't matter. You can you can you can vote if you want. You can do what you do, but it's no point getting involved in all that nonsense because it just make it just winds you up, puts you in your fight and flight, makes you stressed, doesn't give you anywhere. You can still have your own decisions, your own. You can still have your own opinions, 
But when you get involved, it means it's everywhere. You look at Twitter or YouTube, it's just a bombard, like just bombard you with it. It's even worse than that. If you read the book, The Bond, by another UK truth teller called Lynn McTaggart, you will see the, the documentation and proof that, say, let's take your lady friend you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. As she watches, you know, CNN, the criminal news network or, or something like that, Sky News, and she just is inundated with the negative energy. In Lynn McTaggart's book, it shows that that essence of her, the nervous essence of her, sort of the repetitive nervous essence, gets bundled into a quantum proton or a quantum particle and literally leaves her body and talks to the person next to her without both of their knowledges. They don't know what's going on. So the TV will infect your friend with the negativity, and it's been shown that the quantum communication between humans will infect all the other people and download their subconscious beliefs of fear, panic, terror. And the people who are doing this know all this. To us, you read the bond and you'll, you'll go over maybe 30 experiments that prove that you talk to the people in your environment, even to the animals even to the earth itself, even to the sun, all documented in her book. And you might say, wow, this is great new research. This is not new research. This is old research, rehashed, and making people think that it's new again. Yeah, no, this is like some of the things that Paul talks about, Paul Trek here, where he talks about this all the time. If you you get really, because we're so bombarded with stuff and chemicals and man-made fibers and stuff, if you actually relax it's just really weird when you're like lying on the beach you can hear the sea you can, you can feel things it's weird like you can, it's almost like it's like you looking know someone's looking at you even if you don't know but if your senses are completely blocked out by all of this electricity poor poor food you know your your body's only as healthy as, as the food you eat your blood's only as healthy as the food you eat your brain's only as healthy as the food you eat for example and everything else that's going on um i can 100 believe i mean it's weird because you can feel the energy in their room and so i can definitely understand people say it's oh it's woo woo but people don't it's like the energy everything is energy and we're all vibrating we're not solid we're not solid masses everything we brought so dispelling that energy and that thought thought is it's the same sort of principle as same principle as um if five women live together their periods will all sync up to the strongest woman on the in in the in the energy you know and so that that energy is given out and it's same as if you're in a room full of people who are negative and you're a positive person, you'll eventually get dragged down. Unless you're really, really strong and powerful, you get put down like crabs in a bucket. Whereas when you're around people that uplift you, it's amazing what can happen. And the subconscious does that. Uh, the subconscious is the one that has the ability to feel, say that if you, this lot of sororities are opening this time of year, and yes, the periods of the of the residents in the sorority, 80% will hook up and, and sync up to be have the same menstrual cycle. This is this is the proof that the subconscious is basically a copying, mimicking, and emulating program. And it not only will take in visual cues, but it'll take in invisible cues that are not on the visible spectrum. They even had experiments, um, I think it was in neuroscience, I, I, um, the journal Neuroscience, and it's shown that they would have a blind person in a dark room and they would 
cue an, uh, a person that could see to make angry faces at them and then happy faces where no one could see what was going on in the room. And the person who was receiving those facial cues were, were blind. And they had the person hooked up electronically. And when the person who could see, obviously they were in the dark and not even the researchers could see that the smile or the angry face was happening. The blind person had body reactions and immune reactions equal to the faces the people were making, which means there's invisible communication between humans and they can feel the emotions rather than see them. And this has huge implications for people who want to be healthy and want to do better with themselves. Because if, yeah, if you're around a smoker, and this is what I teach as a self-sabotage coach, um, if you're around smokers and you're around drinkers and you're around obese people and medication poppers and negative Nelly and stinking thinkers, your subconscious has no ability and does not care what it has to mimic in order to find safety in the group. And the reason the subconscious is such a mimicker and such a chameleon like that is because if you and I need to get along and bond, the closer I am to you, the easier we get along. So if you're a smoker and I take up smoking, I'm safer. And that's the responsibility of the subconscious is to to establish maximum safety and security by mimicking everything in their environment. And it's shown again that it's not only visible cues. I don't have to see you smoking all the time. I can feel you smoking through your quantum field. I can see you through walls smoking. It's it's, it's also... um it's also like the part of the, not the reptile brain, the mammalian brain, which is all about hierarchy, right? And you don't want to be left out of the herd. So when you see people doing that stuff or like you feel like if you don't do it, you'll, you'll be left out, it's a, it's a huge thing. It's been wired into us for, for, for millennia, you know? So like, as you said before, it, one of the things, reptile brain, all about making sure your needs are set, like fight, flight, fuck, fornicate, etc. And then the reptile, uh, sorry, the reptile brain, then the mammalian brain, all about hierarchy and not being left out of the herd because if you did get left out of the herd back in the day, you, you'd probably die, you'd be on your own, extradited. And so, you know, it's doing these things, it's both. So it has to, you have to be like a conscious, a very conscious, strong person to understand and to even, because look, people are going to have friends in different, you have to be realistic about this, people are going to have friends that are not like them or are not like them and you have to be conscious that when you're around them or when you go into these fields of what you can do because you, know, you want to surround yourself with people on your journey as much as possible. But, you know, we've all got friends probably who are not like us um, and so you have to be very conscious of this, right? When you go and, and interact with these people. Yeah. And it's almost like I said, it's like a bad infomercial. It's like, hold on, there's more. Um, when there, you do want to be part of the tribe, like going back to when you were describing if someone gets ostracized or kicked out of the tribe, it does register as a certain kind of death. And that's, that's what, um, <clears throat> that's why people, will want to blend in, but also in the same tribal affiliation spectrum, the person as well does not want to overstep their bounds and their boundaries and become better than the alpha. Mm. So 
if, if you're in a group of 20 people in a family and the most successful person's a plumber, inside the subconscious brain as well, it knows that if you become better than a plumber, that you are actually challenging the alpha, which also equals maybe a for certain death. And it will inhibit your rising as as much as it'll set your basement level of behavior as well. So it sets you in this very limited range. Now imagine if the most successful person in your family is a plumber, but they're also drinking every night and they smoke every night and they go to the doctor and they're a pill popping maniac. And they get their vaccines and they, you know, they have their gallbladder out and they're just really a human mess. Well, then your range now is even smaller. And if you dare go above that, if you grow your poppy taller than that alpha leader, and the alpha leader can be a male or a female, usually the matriarch or the patriarch, if you dare grow your poppy an inch taller than them, you're known through tribal DNA programming that you will uh, you will receive an attack because you are now challenging the alpha for leadership of the group. So how do people, this is the thing, it's weird, what causes people to step outside that? Because, I mean, for me, it was probably an awakening of my health that I was, because I was doing everyone else and doing different things. I mean, but what gives people dreams and goals or the ability to to go past that limit limiting um or the limiting beliefs or that you know that that structure that alpha is in you said we're in like a quite a narrow bracket of like what yeah. what we what we think we can achieve or or you know the, the baseline to the to the top what allows people to break out of that i mean it's self-sabotage self-sabotage coach how how also how come some people can just do this naturally how come some people just got it in them to to, to break out of that mold well, they, they sometimes there are people that do break out of it, but sometimes they, they think they're breaking out of it. The, the subconscious sometimes has no problem exceeding the, the accomplishments of the alpha by, say, doubling their income or doubling their success. But they really have a hard time going above that. So a lot of people, if, the, if we go back to the scenario where there's a plumber and they make 50000 Sometimes someone can get brave enough to make a hundred and maybe opening a plumbing business and they think I've kicked it. I, I got a tall poppy here. No, that's just sort of the natural range where you can push yourself through bravery. Making 200, 300, 400,000, 500,000 dollars will be completely outside that person's potential unless they talk to a good self-sabotage coach. And you see that a lot, is that they'll let their poppy grow a certain amount and then they'll trim it right across. Another factor is your gender. If we go back and study mammals, like say we go back and uh, we study the elephant. And if you watch, there's a good uh, African documentary on Netflix now with David Attenborough. And they go study an elephant herd and you'll see maybe 30 elephants in the herd. And if you're not aware that there's only one bull in the herd and the rest are kids and females. So as the DNA goes, the male, the, when, the, the, when the baby boy in an elephant herd becomes like a teenager, he's, he's booted outside the tribe right away says you got to go because he's going to be trying to, to have sex with all the females and the lead bull says no you got to go and that happens a lot among male 
uh, you know, herds and groups. And what that means is the males used to being out on their own anyway. So that elephant has to, is naturally inclined to be out in the jungle anyway, lifting his weights in the elephant jungle, psychically improving himself. And then he comes back one day and says, okay, me and you, we're going to fight. So this is why, I mean, I've experienced this as well with certain people, even like um, in my lifetime, like you just, as what you said, people say outgrow each other or maybe one of them gets very, very threatened of saying that you're doing. I've had people in my industry, for example, I used to be very good friends with and they see you get better improving, make a name for yourself, they don't like it. Uh, and, right. it and it can be very like, uh, yeah, quite, I suppose scary for them, even though it's weird because the other people that are not like it, everyone I know who concentrates on themselves um, is not only like, become successful or, or whatever, does, does well, um, they seem to get on with other people like that really well because they, they, they like to surround themselves with other people that are successful and they don't feel threatened. They actually feel like what they can learn from people. Whereas others, sometimes they get to a certain level of success and they just want to be, as you said, the alpha there, and they get threatened by people. It's weird, isn't it, how that, how that works? It, but it's, it's, it's tribalism in the opposite direction. I tell, I tell my clients when someone attacks you, you have to understand that the genetic need to attack you because you're becoming better is sometimes a caring for you because they don't want you to go out in the jungle by yourself because you might get hurt. Now, a lot of times as well, they're self-centered because if they were in a group of 10 pub goers, and you decided to give up the pub, well, then there's nine of them. And given that tribalism is based on the size of the tribe, you leaving is a big issue. You just lost 10% of the power of the tribe when you gave up drinking. And the fact is that people in the tribe know that the subconscious mind mimics if it gets enough positive enforcement to do so. So you leaving sets up a mimicking pathway in the brain where you leaving could be mimicked. So it threatens the other nine at the pub that stay, wants to stay drinkers and smokers. So it's all intertwined in tribalism and group behavior and wolf pack behavior. Mm -hmm. And that's what really, if someone wants to master their life, they have to understand that, yeah, when you leave, you will be attacked. I call this the Tom Brady effect. Can you imagine the attack on someone like Tom Brady, giving the genetic programming of every human in the world to attack someone who's great simply because they're better than the others. Six Super Bowl rings Tom Brady has, everybody else in the world has five. And that might be a group of three people. Hmm. He makes $30 million a year, his wife makes 40. His wife's a supermodel. Tom Brady's also a supermodel. This man should be studied by people who want to be successful, not because money is about success, but about what it takes to walk into a, a population of underachievers and say, I'm great and you're going to choke on it. And that's the way I am. Because he gets attacked based on this genetic adaptation model to attack anybody that's outside the herd, someone like Tom Brady would be attacked more than almost any other human on this planet.
who attack? Because I, I, whenever I see Tom Brady, I always get to see people just like um, lauding him. Who, how is he? Who's attacked him? What's what's been going on? Or like? Well, well, basically, you can even hear it at the pub. You'll hear people say, "Oh, Tom Brady's an asshole." They don't even know. It just is. If you're popular, oh, okay. if you're different, you will be attacked. People, and the only. Yeah. And the only way to to be become successful is to know why that attack will come, why um, and how to buffer yourself. And you asked, how does someone get by the self-sabotage? And you said you made a break for your own independence when you became healthy. The key here is understanding that health is the, one of the foundational uh, things you can do to avoid herd compliance is because health builds the energy you need to walk away from the attack and soothe yourself energetically when you're alone. So two things. One is what you said there. It's really important. I remember a quote. Have you ever seen the film Cool Runnings? Uh, was that with the bobsled team? Yeah, and um, Jamaican bobsled. Yeah, and they're out at the bar, and the, and the German team are making fun of them. And uh, one of the characters goes, doesn't it seem to you that, that nobody likes us? And he says, Junior, we're different. Everybody's always afraid of what's different. And uh, this sort of stands out. That, that quote just comes to mind there. What you say, you know, if you're different, if you stand out, you are. people will attack you because you said you're different. Um, it's like that crab that tries to get out of the bucket, the rest of the crabs pull him down. But from my own personal experience, um, I don't know, you, it might be different for you because, you know, you've got a wife, family, etc. Someone, some people, being healthy, it can be quite a lonely life because when everyone else is out drinking and partying and doing stuff, if you don't, then it can be quite a lonely place um, because they're thinking, oh, who, or, or their friendship group's not like that. So it can be quite a, 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 quite a struggle. What would you say to people that find it, uh, a lonely experience just go and make new friends go and do things that are gonna you you but that's again why you're going to need the health because it takes a lot of strength to to say no to the underachieving group that's going to embrace you if you underachieve and so you have a choice to make it's all choices do you want to underachieve and self-abuse and trim your own poppy and be lead a mediocre life just so that you get scraps off Longshank's table, emotional scraps from these people so you feel better about your life that you know is a little bit futile? Or do you want to go and discover your true selfhood and your own independence, grow your tall, uh, your tall poppy, let it shine, let yourself shine so bright that you blind the underachievers, and then maybe eventually they'll follow. And you have to ask as a spiritual question, why do you think you were sent here? Do you think you were sent to work a, a, a futile nine to five job, drink a couple of beers after work and watch Netflix on the weekend and buy stuff you don't need at the mall and try and decorate your empty life? Or did you do you actually spiritually believe you were sent here to make a difference? That's right. what you have to ask yourself. And I know you were sent here to make a difference, but to the people yeah. out there who are literally you know, hurting themselves to fit in with the underachievers around them, it's a trap. 
because you're going to die earlier. You're not going to have any energy. Your penis won't stand up. Your reproductive organs won't work. It's amazing you're, that. Right. And so you can, you can be a shit wreck. Go ahead and be a shit wreck. But eventually the pain teacher will come. Sorry, and mate. teach you and tell you try to teach you a lesson. Sorry, mate, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. I was just I was just gonna say when you said that about a penis standing up, it amazes me how people my age, but my age are taking Viagra. I'm like, are you? I'm I'm 33, and as Paul Check says, you know, my dick could ring a dinner bell. I've never ever had a problem with that yet, and it's amazing. And he's talking about people at like 19 year old taking these things, and I'm like, are you are you crazy? I I don't understand. I never understood it. Never understood it. It, it, the thing is, the thing is, Ryan, it's all part of the subconscious. Again, in our society, the subconscious downloads information at a rate of about 11 million pieces of information a second. And the, the, the part of the brain that we're talking with, you and I are inter engaging with right now, can only handle 140 bits of information a second. So the subconscious is always downloading quantumly and through the eyesight what everybody else is doing. And what everybody else is doing without getting attacked registers as the safe card. And if anything that the eyes see or that the ears hear that's glorified and gets positive reinforcement gets registered as the safest card. And in the card game of life, the subconscious only wants to play the safe card and the safest card. So if you ever wonder why people are hurting themselves with drugs, injecting vaccine poisons into their kids, cutting the tops off their, their kids' penises when they're born and calling it circumcision, if you ever wanna if you ever wanna really know why humans are insane and and do insane things and why and why you know why Carl Jung said that the humans were the most da dangerous animal on the planet it's because the subconscious will do absolutely anything as long as everybody else is doing it absent of morality absent of logical thought the the guy taking viagra when he's 19 is doing so because it's being positively reinforced on the TV and in the media. And when he went to his 18 year prison sentence that they call school, he was taught that the doctors know best and he shouldn't think on his own. And he's, he was also taught through the cultural imprints that food wasn't important. You just put Whatever in your mouth, you use your mouth as a garbage garbage disposal unit, and then your penis doesn't work, and then you just go take a chemical, and science will always save you, and you don't have to save yourself. And all that is downloaded in the subconscious mind, and the subconscious mind doesn't care at all, it never has cared ever, that leading a shitty life like that will make you miserable, depressed, fat, and die early. What it cares about is what everybody else is doing and how do I fit in exactly like them. So in a society where people are sick and leading very immoral, corrupt lives, the easiest way to fit into that is simply to follow their lead. And I think it's, it's, uh, it's powerful, powerful what you just said there, Jason. I want people to go back and just listen to that because it is really important. You know, it's amazing. It's a misery loves company and it's easy to do that. And it is hard to break out of of the, the cultural norm or the status quo um, and that's why I think as well people that do are actually quite loyal they may be 
Um, they may have take a lot of shit and they may get a lot of abuse, but they also get a lot of love. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's like, it's, it's like, it's people that are different. I, my French group would like it. Some of my friends that they're all the same and anyone who's different, they, it, it's much, it's very easy. Uh, if you're not a strong character to break and fall in line with the, the herd because that's what they all think. And because they, they all think it, they all think they're right. And I said the other day, you know, I think it's 65 million people a day eat McDonald's. doesn't mean it's healthy. Um, and just because people do it. And it's like, for example, when I see, you see my post, I've had it sometimes and just ignore it. You're very good at coming back to people. Like, you see, you write stuff and sometimes people will go, oh, you run a cult, you're a loon, this, that, the other. And you always come back with good stuff. Because um, I remember people say, it's, you know, because when I say stuff, I just go, okay, mate, you learn the hard way. It's fine, you know. Uh, and generally, you've got quite a few people on yours. You say you're, you're people that love to follow your work because of what you do. Um, and they'll, they'll, they'll sometimes argue a point for you. And sometimes I can't even bother to argue with people anymore. I just, I just feel like it's a waste of my energy. I've got, too, I've got so much energy to go into other places when you won't argue with people, but you always come back with good responses. And uh, So what does, when people are like, do you just ever annoy you when they, they, they call you out or they say stuff to you? Um, or is it just like, oh, this is my opportunity to tell them where they're wrong? Or how do you feel about that? Well, when people, I mean, it's it's a lot on, more rare than people would expect. On your on your post, for example, sometimes people yeah. will say, or they'll, or they'll put certain things up or about vaccinations, or it could be about, uh, it could be whatever, it's about 5G, you know. I remember I put someone the other day, I just put my, my interview with Dr. Deborah Davis, like the world's leading authority on it, and then there's also like Nick um, Pinel, who's got his great um, information about it, and they're like, oh, they're all quacks, it's not been proven. It's like... Um, excuse me, have you not seen the info? So, so I don't understand what you mean by it's not been proven. It's right there in front of you. But some people just refuse to do it. It's refuse to believe and, and they yeah, personal attack. Yeah, they, that's okay. I mean, it's all part of the learning process. Everybody that, you know, is, every master was once a disaster. Oh, so I know yeah, the stupidity. I know firsthand the stupidity. I wasn't born this intelligent. I love that. I had to build it myself. So when I run across a stupid person, and in our society too, you're not allowed to call people stupid. But in my world, I do. Because there are people that are stupid, and it, it has a meaning to it. And it means the person just needs to do a little bit more research and have the courage to research outside the, the cultural norms. What well, a problem is that. Hmm. Go on, go on, Jason. So I'll just try to inform them a little bit. And, you know, unless they start going off on the, going off the deep end, I'll let them vent on the page and let them get it out and let some other people take some hard runs at them. But the, it, it's all part of the learning process. When someone starts to argue like that, they don't understand that they're arguing because of their programming. They're not arguing fact. They're, they're saying, I think circumcision is good because it's the safe card. That's what they're saying. I think vaccination is good because it registers as the safe card in my psyche, and I don't have the courage to play the truth card. That's what they're saying, regardless of any comment that they got going up. Like if you ask a person uh, and tell them that self-sabotage is is based on following cultural norms without any sort of rational or logical analysis, and you bring up circumcision, anybody out there right now, are you telling me that you really thought that through? 
in a logical and rational way? Are you seriously going to sit there and tell me that you analyzed that and even researched it, even sat with yourself for two hours alone and thought that through? Mm. Or did you just do it because everybody else had done it or was already doing it? And of course, in the UK, I don't circumcise as much. In the United States, it's like nine, you know, yeah, no, 95%. Candidates right. not either. And there's a reason for that. And people, we won't even get into the reason that, uh, you know, the U.S. is the circumcision capital of the world, a Jewish tradition. You know, why is that? And people don't even want to think because they know when they think that the tribe is going to come and say, hey, this is a non-thinking tribe. Just follow what everybody else is doing and you'll be fine. So when someone comes back on these posts with their comments, the first thing I try to point out is that they're playing the safe card. That's what they're doing. And playing the safe card is very different than being smart or researching what you're talking about. It's also a lazy thing to do for you to have no books on circumcision and say circumcision is good because everybody else is cutting the tops off the heads of, of, their, of the boys' penises. That makes no sense whatsoever. So you just try to point out the complete nonsense that they're basing their life. They're literally basing their life on the fact that they copy and mimic and emulate without any rational or logical analysis to their own behavior. Like even getting a job, you know, even getting a job makes no sense in a world where you can work for yourself. But why do so many people go and apply for jobs? Because someone else told them to, because that's what's in all the movies. That's what the school told them. Again, makes no sense. Going and working for 70,000 bucks a year, the government takes 30, you got 40, the expenses are 42, and you, you went to university to make that, and you gotta pay back X amount of money? When, when you can go work for yourself and sell something on the internet and make like 70000 a month? Like, are you really thinking any of this through is the question. I mean, I love, I love that. Are you really? Because so often people, something will happen and they're probably in their minds it doesn't seem right, but everyone <clears> else is doing it, so I do it. And every, they don't listen to their gut, they don't listen to their, their internal thoughts, and they just think... I've done it before myself. I'll, I'll be the first to admit I've done it before. I'm gonna. Doesn't make sense. Then you do it, and you think, why the hell did I do that? It doesn't make sense. You do <laughs> One of my things is is to is to to listen to my gut and my internal thought. No matter what anyone else is doing, like for I did it a few years ago. It was always like whatever. I don't care if anyone else is going left. If I feel like it should go right, I'm going right. And this is one of the things that is huge for people. And it's hard for people to do that, as you said before, because you know to be ostracized from the herd. But and the other thing you said there, I really want to touch on. Is you know you said you call people stupid and this is one of the things I'm like that I don't care like Jordan Peterson you'll never mandate my speech I'll say what the hell I want I don't care if um, PC culture tells me otherwise and I don't care if people just shout and scream at me you know I might not it's the same with other people I, I may not agree with what you say but I'll defend to the death your right to say it you know um, offense isn't given it's taken and this whole PC culture of not being able to say certain things and I said, people said before, it's everyone loves jumping on the bandwagon or digging up people's pasts and seeing what they've done. They said something wrong once, and until it happens to them, uh, I think it was like John Wayne made a comment in like 1970 or something like that, and they're like, 
oh my god, how dare John Wayne say this? I was like, oh, why don't you dig his dig his bones up and make him apologise? You know, in a culture that was this is talking like well, fifty the, years the piece, ago. A PC culture is just again the tribal aspects of it. Is mm. you got to play the safe card, mm. and the safe card is always determined. It used to be determined by what the group is doing, but the group doesn't matter anymore because the media determines what the group is doing. So the media dictates what the accepted behavior is. The people download it as that's what the herd's doing, and then they completely live it out. And if the intelligence and stupidity, I mean, I don't really call people stupid a lot on on the page, but I will if it comes down to it. But the fact of the matter is the word intelligence, the first two words is in meaning inside and tell meaning you speaking so intelligence is about you speaking to the inside of yourself absent of herd conformity or you know where you're going to play the safe card yeah so intelligence is you setting up counsel inside of yourself and even enlightenment in light in light means information or knowledge in light inside knowledge that doesn't come from the pressure of the herd and even uh, enlightenment mint means mind it's just in light enlightenment means that you are bringing light inside your own brain it's, it's, it's like they say all the time your answers are within you but it just astounds me how many people can fall for this absolute nonsense and how many people like love to go with it uh, in terms of because people say it's, it's politics and health but the thing is they're both intertwined because if you believe in this culture you'll never, you'll never think for yourself you'll never understand how they try to manipulate you you'll never understand you never take responsibility all these things about like socialist movement where they want the government to do things for them it's like you've got to pick yourself up off the floor and do it yourself you know it's like um as you said about um, about the, the government or the media tell you what to li- listen to, David Chappelle had a new Netflix uh, document uh, comedy skit show out, and things like Vice and uh, The Guardian and etc. Et all these left wing papers saying and, and media outlets saying one star you don't have to watch it rotten tomatoes took all people's comments off and they gave it like a, a one star or, or nothing and said you shouldn't watch it. And it was like anyone, any of them saying you shouldn't watch it, you you should. And so it backfired. And everyone has watched it. And Rotten Tomatoes, the people are giving the public giving ninety nine percent, and other people have loved it because he's coming out and saying. Well, I don't know if you have you seen it yet. Have you seen this show yet? Well, his new one. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I don't really, know. Yeah, I could do a whole review with that. Yeah, but but one of the things for me when he's like, uh, "Who is this?" He does it. You know, he does like the whole. Uh, I've got two impressions. Who's this? And the second one. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what you've done in the past. I don't care how much of a nice person you are. I'm going to dig up and find something of you that you've done wrong. And then when it happens, I'm going to completely destroy you. Oh, that's you, the audience. That's how you sound to me. I was like, it's so true. It's like, but well, but that's just tribalism because again, they're attacking because he's he's a bit better or a bit different than them, and. Again, the the whole concept is whether we're talking about enlightenment or making more money, losing weight, getting off your medication, uh, having a better relationship with your wife, you have to understand how your brain works. If you don't understand how your mind works and that your behavior is usually dictated by your subconscious mind's absolute need to copy and mimic what it sees, you better be careful what images you let inside your mind. If you're going to watch, like Dave Chappelle, we'll, we'll leave that out. 
But go, if you're going to watch, go <laughs> if you're going to watch Netflix and hang out with negative people and all you do is drown your own retinal nerve with negative imagery, imagery and negative role modeling and you have a brain that copies everything it sees and it's been shown conclusively that your brain does not know the difference between a screen and what's happening in real life. If you don't understand that if you put shit in your eyes, you're going to act it out and you can't stop it no matter what. You better be careful who you hang around with and what images you let in. If you watch a hundred movies this year and they're all about killing and vampires drinking booze like in Vampire Diaries or Grey's Anatomy where everybody's having sex with everybody else, which is just the old friend sitcom just in a hospital setting now. And if you think that you're not going to have an affair or you're not going to get drunk like the guys in Vampire Diaries and you think you can control your behavior, you're not doing your research. You cannot control your behavior, you have to program that behavior into you through repetitive positive imagery, repetitive, you know, um, psychic imprinting or psychic driving where you have a positive inner dialogue with you. And yeah, you better stay away from the negative people or you will be exactly like them. And that's what people have to understand. And if you want to have the courage and the strength to walk away from the herd as they're throwing eggs at you because you have a nicer car, a nicer house, a better life, a better looking wife, and you have a better life and they're catcalling you and throwing tomatoes and eggs and you want to have the strength to keep going higher, not just walk away, but keep going higher, you better get your health in order, exercise, sleep, sunlight, water, food and get all those in an in, a, in all your ducks in a row because that's your fuel that's your rocket fuel to break the the gravitational pull of all the underachievers that try to keep you down I, yeah i'm pretty serious about this stuff ain't i <laughs> no no i think but it's perfect because i i i completely agree it's 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 why i wish i could get everyone like I've become really good friends within this area and move us all into one little one little area because we had to take over the world uh, because it's just been like being around everyone it's, it's, it's why I'm part of masterminds and other things on that way because when we all meet up it's just phenomenal it was pushed put in the right direction it's just unfortunately it's like people can can be diluted by everyone else around them and it's why I do this podcast because I want to get people like you who have, have strong opinions on this and who are trying to help hundreds if not thousands of people um, improve their lives you know it's, it's easy and people say this it's like I've got no agenda apart from being the healthiest person I can be, doing the best I can, and helping other people. You know, that's that's what I want to do. And I mean, you're not sitting here saying this stuff because we're liars or because we, we're, we're being paid by corporations to do it. We're doing this because this is what we do. You know, and and we want. We I've been through. I've been through my own health crisis. I started this because I went through my own health crisis for five years and got absolutely destroyed by the medical industry. And when I finally learned the truth, I wanted to share it with people. And as you said, every master's been a disaster. And so. You've been through your own your own story as well, Jason, and so that's why I know you're passionate about it. It's because you want people to to be better, and also because at the end of the day, we know we're everyone's out there buying food, and if we're buying rubbish, they're going to keep making more rubbish food, destroying the soil, destroying the water, etc. But if we use our dollars 
and uh, pounds and uh, rupees or whatever else to buy organic food to put it in the right places. That's how we can change the world. And so um, I appreciate you being being dogmatic about things that are, that are worth being dogmatic about is is probably like um, as good as it gets. You don't have to apologise for that at all. I think it's really important. Um, but no, so for people, so is it? So you you go by the the, the title self sabotage coach. So when people come to you, um, like how 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 long do you generally work with people? Probably about with the new process. I do have a recording um, that people can get fairly cheap if I'm busy with the one-on-one coaching because I can't take that many people for one-on-one anymore because I'm, I'm getting asked to speak publicly at a lot of places. Uh, so I work with them probably around five to, you know, five to seven hours. And it starts with a very extensive, I think it's a 150 point questionnaire by which I'm going, I'm going to assess without their knowledge really uh, how they're trimming their poppy. And I'm going to know exactly what their childhood upbringing was like through their answers. Because in the first seven years of their life, they're going to download and uh, adopt every habit that they've seen in their family tribe first, in their greater cultural tribe second. And the subconscious mind, if given enough repetition, will take over the execution of that habit. So you learned how to walk. When you got up this morning, did you remember how to walk? I mean, my my body did, yeah, but... (laughs) Yeah, and it's your subconscious mind says, I got that, I got that, because it's repetitive, I got it, I got it. And you would be really, you're, you're super happy that you don't have to learn how to walk every day again. Yeah. And then you learned how to drive once, it got repetitive, and then if something's repetitive, the subconscious mind says, hey, hey, I got it, don't you worry about it, I got it. And the heartbeats like that and going to the bathrooms like that, and your menstrual flow and producing sperm and regulating your body heat, the subconscious steps up. I got it. I got it. Don't worry about it. You just do what you got to do. And you should be happy that that part of the mind exists, because if you got up and you had to remember how to do your heartbeat or you forgot how to drive, it'd be a real disaster out there. So there's 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 habitual things that the subconscious grabs and won't let go of because it assumes this is part of fitting in with the tribe and your basic needs for survival. So if your dad smoked for the seven years and it's been shown that the child's brain, even without smoking, is smoking. I'm not sure if you're aware of, uh, it's called mirror neuro firing. So anytime that the, the dad started the smoke, the same neurological pathways, if you were to put a measuring device on the brain of the child, is already smoking, moving the hand and sucking in with the lips. It's weird because my, my parents smoked and I never wanted to smoke. And that's very common too because the subconscious will say, this is a tribe where the health isn't serious. So there's many ways to get accepted into the tribe. The guy next door to me, his dad was an alcoholic. He became a coke addict. The reason he became a coke addict instead of an alcoholic was simply the download was self-abusive. 
So when the dad was messed up and screwed up on booze, the son would come home with coke on his face. They got along great because it was both a very similar behavior. It doesn't have to line up exactly. But mine was different. Mine was they both smoked and I never did. Yeah, but what you got into the medical system was just another method of self-abuse. So you managed to get out of it, but you needed the pain teacher to come and teach you. Right. So what you think was in your subconscious brain, you might have missed the smoking, hmm. but you took up another torch of self-abuse, which is the medical system. The medical system has no ability to cure anybody of anything. All the drugs are toxic. So, But if your family's toxic, it's a natural attraction. Right. Got you. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's in, it's interesting. It's interesting the the way you so because what got you onto working in self sabotage, Jason? Because I know you're a health coach. You do other things. What led you down the the road of? And I sort sort of saw it over the last like few years. You've gone more and more down this road of self sabotage. Yeah, because when I used to do diet and exercise, but if the original family history was abusive with their food and didn't exercise and were pill poppers and self-abusers, that person, if they did start to become healthy, so it's really easy. If someone wanted to lose 50 pounds, it's easy to help them lose 10, but they might need to lose 50. Now, what happens is that the subconscious mind becomes aware that you're becoming better than your old family vibration your old ritual, your old ceremony. So when I used to take people and help them lose 10, when they needed to lose 50, and then when they lose 10, they freak out and they go to McDonald's to you know, trim their tall poppy, it's all because of how the subconscious works where that person is terrified to go outside the herd of their original family programming. So the diet would never work or would rarely work. And it would, if it did work, it only worked for X amount of time until they showed up at their old family house for Thanksgiving. Oh, you're, you look too thin. Oh, are you sick? Come on, one piece of cake won't hurt you. One glass of wine won't hurt you. You only live once, right? And then all those impacts on that person would make them buckle because it would be six of them at Thanksgiving versus one of her. And because of the way the tribal programming works, she'd always buckle and put the cake in her mouth. So instead of addressing the food, which was basically already set in her subconscious programming, I do the subconscious programming to break that imprint before we start doing the diet. Cool. So that's it's the a, only way I could do it. So it, with good conscience. So it's so it's like a it's like a, a pre it's like an introduction into your programs. So the self sabotage work is what you do before you get into other stuff to let people understand what's going on. Correct. Because if they if they're programmed with low self worth and you know if they're programmed to be mediocre and chronic underachievers because that's the best way they use to interface with the world. They'll never get their diet together. They'll never exercise. And if they do, you know the people, they, they might go and exercise, but then they're going to the donut shop after. 
because it's always about keeping the range, right? You know people like that. They'll work out. They'll have a smoke outside the gym. They'll work out. They'll go to Dairy Queen or the ice cream shop because it's called this for that. If they work out, they made an inch of progress. If they have the ice cream, that inch is gone. They're happy subconsciously because no progress was made. They're at the exact same level. Now they feel safe again. It's, it's one of the reasons why I'm actually thankful for what I went through in terms of being ill because um, I never it never uh, enters my mind to do like it's like I know there's a certain boundary it's, it's sort of like I, it wasn't even into my mind to go to the dairy to go have a donut or like it might be like Christmas or whatever you have whatever happens there or or someone's not even someone's birthday you know but it wouldn't even it doesn't even enter it's like why i do what i do every day i fast every day i have certain things etc 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 same as same as you do you know um have your morning routine and like I mean, i've spoke about i think um a couple of weeks ago like every morning i have a morning routine of breath work cold showers i write left-handed to try and get my brain my right. different ways you know um and yeah you know um there's certain things I, I, I might I might do occasionally, but very rarely. But I wouldn't even like it wouldn't even enter my mind to to do certain things. But I suppose that comes from having learned from the pain teacher. If you haven't been through that pain, um, people don't know what it's like. Then it sometimes, as you say, if they do it. It's like a, it's almost like they're rewarding themselves for the exercise they did or. Uh, they get back and because they had a hard day at work they reward themselves with a beer or you know or they've been good for a certain amount of hours or reward myself with a chocolate well, bar uh, well reward if you look at the word reward re is to do again and ward is to quarantine yourself really, so yeah. it is a, it is a reward okay it's re-quarantine your potential down to very minimal levels. So there's always secrets in the language, and they'll even call this junk food comfort food. Yeah. So they'll do exactly what you were saying. The average person might get two meals under their belt. That's good. Maybe three, like heaven forbid, three, where you're supposed to eat like that your entire life. They get three under their belt, and they say, well, I went for the comfort food. And I said that, I say to them, that's because you're more comfortable underachieving and being mediocre than you are rising up to your full potential. So unless you're ready to leave the comfort zone with the comfort food that makes you like everybody else, nine to five, the grind, your coffee in the morning, your wine at night, and go to your doctor and get all your poisons, unless you're willing to be different than the herd then yeah, you'll always go for the comfort food because you feel more comfortable being less than you do being more. Hundred percent. And that and that's what that's why people go for the garbage food at night because they assess their day that they actually rose up two inches when they actually have two miles to go. Can you imagine the fear where you put the brakes on on a two mile journey when you went two inches and they jam some ice cream in their mouth because they're so scared to be better than the underachieving hordes that surround them. It's absolutely the most asinine way you could ever spend your time here on the planet. Really, it is. Mm, I, I completely agree. Have you got a little bit more time, Jason? Or have you yeah, got yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, I think it is. Um, it is a 
it definitely is uh, an asinine, but it does take a, I mean, I've been quite lucky, no matter what I've done, I think it's come from, I've learned it from my mum as well, who's a very strong character, she's never been backwards in coming forwards with her opinions, and she believes in something, she's always gone with it, and I've luckily had that, you know, people love me for the same reasons they hate me, you know, because I tell the truth, um, or tell the, what, what I deem to be the truth, um, and as you get older, you mellow, and, and, and you realise that it's not generally what you say, it's how you say it, and you try and get people over, and it, we get people to understand, you know, and sometimes I've learned, I've learned this my own way, the best way for people to learn is to let them learn the hard way, but I completely understand where you're coming from, and it's a really important message for people to understand about that self-sabotage, um, because it's something that people, it seems like everyone does, uh, and it's amazing for people to get out of their own, even successful people, you know, they can do it in different ways, it depends on what you, what you actually, um, what you actually earmark as success, but I actually do want to touch on on that because of the, the the faces you were putting and the, the smile on your face. I did want to talk about Chappelle's uh, thing. Talk to me. What do you think about that? Well, well, it's Dave Chappelle's. I think it was just a typical. I think he's given being given back his spotlight under certain agreements, uh, and I know the programming in every movie. And every TV show really hits hard in the first 15 minutes Mm -hmm. because of the way the mind works. Mm -hmm. So the real hard-hitting, corrupt and immoral and unethical messages will always be, and repetitive, will always be in the first 15 or 20 minutes of any kind of longer presentation like that, whether a stand-up comedy show or whether a movie or something. Okay, So if you're looking for what you're really supposed to be learning from and when I say learning, getting programmed for disaster is what I really mean. Um, Dave Chappelle, he did pedophilia. He did, and there were some really off-color um, uh, jokes in the first fifteen or twenty minutes. I watched the whole thing. He has a lot more talent than that, mm. and his sort of real comedy seems he's more of a shock. That was more of a shock jock shock presentation. And all, yeah. Shock and awe. And it's, again, it's never meant to uplift the audience. It's always meant to throw them down the evolutionary ladder. And the pain teacher is a natural process by which you go from child to adult. It's a natural rite of passage to go from child to adult. It's a very painful process. And if you keep knocking down people down the evolutionary ladder you keep putting off their evolutionary rite of passage and then they become so lazy they don't really want to experience the pain so that really means they live as perpetual infants and they're easier to govern so when i see shows like Chappelle, which are about de-evol- you know it's a de-evolution there's no ascension or progression in the spiritual aspect of anybody that watched that show. It was throwing them down the evolutionary ladder. And the reason our human farmers will always inundate us with these negative role modeling is because you can develop a population of perpetual infants that are are pain adverse. So the coffee is a numbing agent. The alcohol is a numbing agent. The uh, cigarettes are numbing agents. The opiates are numbing agents. The marijuana that's legalized here with the THC in Canada, they're numbing agents. So what you do is 
by always knocking people down the evolutionary ladder into the the you know into the first chakra and second chakra you you're setting up a situation where they live as perpetual infants which really benefits um and when they're there so long they they don't want anything to do with the pain that comes to find them to try and drag them kicking and screaming into the future so that's why all these substances are there and that's this is the just the best way to govern this many people you have to keep them in the perpetual infant state then you have to give them uh, a whole set of narcotics to, to sort of dull them from coming into communication with the pain teacher and then and only then can you have the criminal organization these rogue organization that we call government sort of manipulating everybody from the top of the pyramid yeah. so when i see a chappelle show i don't see it as a show and his his comedy used to be funny back in the day i found some of his stuff was funny and true but it was intertwined with some hard-hitting immoral and corrupt messages yeah i was just yeah it was Imagine I spoke about it because there were some mysteries at the start. Well, I just like the fact that he just, well, yeah, I mean, looking into it, I suppose, but it was, I like the fact that he was, he doesn't, he just, he seemed to say what he wants and he's against his PC culture, which, I, which I'm very, very, uh, yeah, it just drives me insane a lot of the time. People thinking you can't say certain things, and yeah, he went out. He went out and said it, and that was good. But the the, the another thing about the self saboteur is. It's great to say what you want to say, but if all you do is knock yourself down and knock other down other people down saying it, why can't you just bring yourself up? And I had to say at this conversation a couple of weeks ago with a self-sabotage client. She wanted to stand out in school like we all did. Okay, we all had the need to stand out and be unique because it's a sameness culture at the school. You want to go grab your uniqueness so that you have some sort of stability and foundational, you know, maturity. But but the fact of the matter is she shaved her head. She got kicked out of the school. And I told her and she didn't get kicked out by the, the administration. She was forced out by the negative response of the student body because she shaved her head and became like a goth sort of figure. <laughs> And I told her, I said, have you noticed any time you try and stand out in life, you've never, you never even considered standing out being rich or healthy or super smart? Why is it always a race to the bottom to stand out? And that's what I see as Chappelle. Sure, he's using his voice to say stuff that no one else says, but it's still a race to the bottom. Hmm. So if you want to be funny and you want to knock it out of the park uplift people and still be funny david chappelle's antics in that thing is a lazy man's attempt at comedy right so who there's would, more complicated ways to do it so who would be someone in the comedy for example that you look to and say they're raising people up kevin hart uh, the, I haven't seen any comedian. I don't even remember. I could never judge the old comedy shows with the brain I have right now. But I watch a lot of comedy. Uh, Anthony Mercer. He has an Italian. He's an Italian. His name's Anthony. Anthony. He's on Netflix. Half of his stuff is very funny, and it's not super offensive. Anthony Mercer. No, not Mercer. It's a huge, long Italian last name. 
But he is on Netflix. Okay, I have a look. He, he just, it's just like situational comical events or situation but people have to be very careful what they put in their eyes that's always my main message be yeah. very careful what you expose yourself to your subconscious mind is extremely powerful at downloading the patterns that are in our society always say. those yeah. patterns are not very good right now yeah I always say it to people like it's not just what you put in your mouth it's what you put in your ears and your eyes and it's why it's so important it's why it's great people to listen to podcasts like this and there is a there is you could you've got a choice right now more than ever before you can listen to uplifting stuff with truth in it or you can listen to the nonsense that's put out by the mainstream uh, media and um, so this is why it's great having people like yourself on the show people who actually get exposed to different ideas you know um, different ways of thinking about things and this is why everyone I know who's made a success of themselves um, thinks very differently to the to the herd um, they yeah, just because everyone goes left it doesn't mean you should as well you know um, what's, what's that quote um, uh, uh, it doesn't matter how many fo followers you've got in certain ways because uh, Hitler had millions Jesus had 12 look at them now you know and so it's uh, really important for people to to understand um there is a different way of going about things and you can live a different life and you can reverse your chronic illness and you can reverse your your if you're in of a maybe poverty mindset it's all you're able to get out of that you've just got to come at things from a different perspective in a different way from what you've been taught yeah you definitely have to look at your programming and understand you're most likely downloaded it from your parents in regards to money and relationships and job and income and what you do on your spare time and how you think. And if you don't like it, you're going to there's there's a couple, you know, probably five ways you can change it. And someone's going to have to sit down with them and explain that and make sure they know how it works. Awesome. Well, Jason, mate, I think it's, uh, it's been great talking to you. I mean, uh, I know we'll get you back on. We talk about things in in the in the future. But anything else you'd like to add? No, I just uh, I, you know I thank everybody out there that's trying to be better. And that you know, I know you said you don't have an agenda. I have a kind of an agenda because I've discovered through many works. I mean, a. I meant a uh, a dark, horrible agenda. I've got a good agenda. Yeah, you yeah, uh, you, uh, yeah, you have a good agenda. I have a like. I don't even know if my agenda is good or bad. But given that I know what what people have to understand, if, if I'm next to you on the bus and we don't talk, and you're like a little messy, and I'm you know, really watching my health, quantumly, your body is influencing my body. So my agenda is if I ride the bus, everybody's healthy and everybody uplifts each other, even if we don't have a conversation, because it's already proven. If people want the proof again, go to the book, The Bond by Lynn McTaggart. She's a UK, great UK author, showing that everybody on that bus is talking to each other anyway, even if there's no verbal communication. Maybe that's why they're putting these electric fields up so we can stop like, communication between us. And it's really interesting you say that because I remember Paul Check talking about things like that. Like if if you're if you're next to if you're really healthy and someone next to you's got ill health, the person's body of ill health will start to take health from you. It's why you can be around people that are unhealthy and feel very drained afterwards. Um, it is, and that's what it's like. And you know, and you, the way your subconscious mind works, if it's ten unhealthy people on the bus and myself, it's ten to one. My body 
as a natural genetic instinct, wants to get off the bus and start mimicking habits that make me fit in with them, regardless of how real strong I am. That's the important thing to take away from all this is it's very important for everybody to be healthy, wealthy and wise so that when we do come in contact with each other out in the real world, we're exchanging positive pleasantries between each other on a quantum level. We don't have to take all the negative from the other people. This is very important to how we're going to heal the world in the future is knowing that we don't have to talk to each other. And this is why I go to better hotels, I go to better this, I go to better that. I'll pay an extra 150 a night to be at a good hotel because the three chefs in the back have higher quantum uh, vibration that goes into the food. They're, they're more picky about what they put on the plate. They have pride in their work. Very important to understand that the people we're around, especially the images we download from the TV, have to be positive and empowering so that we take that on on a quantum or subconscious level and mimic, want to mimic that, and we don't even know where it comes from. But that's why so many people are sick today because they're actually doing, you know, leading out and mimicking and emulating what they see and all they've been shown after over the past 25 years is how to be unhealthy, how to eat McDonald's, how to go get a vaccine, how to go to the pub and drink and cheer at the, at the soccer game. This is, you know, if you want to collapse a society, this is what you put on the TV screen. And you have leaders that also do negative role modeling like the one you have in the UK, like we have in Canada, and like the US has in the US. We can't keep getting all these negative images to copy and download and emulate and think that our society is somehow going to pull it itself out of this nosedive. We got to make sure we as humans start doing the positive role modeling with ourselves and the people around us. And we can just kind of solve it from the ground up. Turn off your TV, folks. That thing you want to have, you want to make a big move to your best life, throw your TV out. I think we'll leave it there, mate. That's awesome. Okay, the rant over. Christoph out. I think it's awesome. No, I want people to listen to that. That's why I think it's really important for people to understand that. And uh, you put it in a really good way. And I, I totally agree. It's when you. It's like when I take your TV, or you've got YouTube, you can listen to so many great people like yourself, Paul Check, Kevin Wilbur. I mean, there's a great podcast out there. I mean, other people out there, Dr. Cruz is on, is on, is on there. You know, you can, you can, well, now we've got Audible. You can listen to these books if you don't want to read it. The, the Limit Taggart's book, The Bond, you can get it on Audible. You can get all these different, different things. So there's lots of different things you can be listening to. It hasn't got to be negativity. And right now we're going through this whole Brexit thing, um, in, in the UK. Um, I mean, I voted out because not for different reasons than anyone else. Because I don't want to be part of a one-world government. I don't want people to rule me. I want to have a sovereign. Uh, people don't understand that. And I said at the time, they never let us leave. They never let us leave because they, the, the European Union and everything. They want to be combined. They want they want a one-world order. Uh, they want an agenda. They want a centralized government and a bank. And so when the people did stand up and they did make a choice. 
They put all this fear, scaremongering into people. Oh my God, it would be a disaster for the UK. This, that, the other. I mean, the UK is. <laughs> it's been absolutely fine, and it always will be. We, we've got a great economy, and people want to do, do work with us and and sell things. And and it, yeah, we, they might. It's, it's like the, they like to put the fear of God. It's like the it's like the uh, the oncologist telling someone who's got cancer, you need the chemotherapy, you need the radiation, you need the surgery, or you're going to die. And the people that walk out and they're going to do things differently. It's amazing the results uh, that they that they've that they've been able to get. You know, and it's the scare that we live in a world where. People's fears are played on all the time, and um, well, that's what it triggers them into the IQ of an infant. So again, you go back to the perpetual infant. Someone tries to scare me with fear; it's different. Like you can't. It's like t- you know, you can't farm lions. You can only farm lambs. And the easiest way to get someone into the lamb level is to use fear. And if they're not confident, if they're not healthy, if they're not strong, if they don't believe in themselves, that fear takes hold of them. And they're always looking to get on the government tit and have a hard suck and pretend that the government is there to, 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 to help them. But there's actually no evidence of that whatsoever. So are you really thinking that through? Are you really thinking that through, that the government's there to help you? Or you're just a perpetual infant? I don't know where my phone is. So, oh, here it is. I want to, I want to say this because... Uh, so I've took a picture of this um, today. I thought it was really funny. Um, you, what you just said there is right. It's like if it, when people say, "Oh, the government wouldn't do that." It's like, have you ever read a history book ever? Uh, they don't. Yeah. They just want the lazy way out. They want to get back to the coffee shop. Least amount of thinking as possible. They don't want to interrupt their slave-based day with some independent thought, and then take the the wrath of the herd for thinking their own thoughts. Well, here, that's here, what they want. Here, here it goes. This it's got Justin Maloney. He put, um, I considered I considered selling my weapons back to the government, but after a background check and thorough investigation into the buyer, <laughs> and a thorough investigation into the buyer, I determined the buyer has a history of violence and is mentally unstable. Big risk to everyone around it. And I was like, that's wicked. I was like, exactly. If you were saying- that's exactly like, and, that, and you know, and just because the government hands out, and that's why the government has the jobs, right? And they're always trying to, you know, every job is a paid for vote because there, you know, if there was no government, most, you know, half the population, it's actually not half, it's only about 20% or 15%, they wouldn't have any, they wouldn't have any work. And they've been on the tits so long, they don't know how to make their own milk. So of course they're scared to death that there's going to be no government or people who rebel against the government. It's absolutely insanity. But when people want to get really down to it, don't worry about all that stuff. Just start to govern yourself like you live in your own country. It's one foot by one foot or two foot by two foot. It's the country called you. And you can be the moral king of your country. You're not going to pollute it. You're not going to disrespect it. You're going to defend it when it needs defense, but you're not going to go punch a guy in the face at the bar. Okay, so you defend when it needs to be defended. You run your own country like you think your country should be run by others. And if you do that, if you can respect your own two foot, two foot nation called you and you can run it in a moral and ethical way, then, yeah, then your say is just as important as, as everybody else's. But if you're going to use your mouth as a garbage compactor and fill your eyes with trash fire Hollywood media, you have no chance at any sort of beneficial culture that perpetuates into the future. You have no chance. The, the culture is made up of individuals, so you can be strong and healthy and build your culture, or you can 
tear yourself down with various addictions and various forms of gov love, and you can drive your culture into the toilet until some other strong culture wipes you out. So if you really like your country and you really like yourself, put down the poison, adult up, and let's get going here. Adult up. I love that. Adult up. If not man up, adult up. And it's so true what you're saying there with, uh, it, oh, it's, it's, it's just amazing um, the amount of people that, it's what you said about the government being, uh, the amount of jobs it has. It's like the cancer industry now. There's more jobs supporting it than there is it's just for the people getting cured by it. You know, it's just like it's, its own industry. And people need to look at it, as you said before, as you said earlier on in, in the show, start thinking logically, meditate on it and go, hmm, does that seem right to you? Like make your own decisions. You know, and that's, you know, we could go on forever. No one's thinking this through. Start thinking things through. Don't freak. Like if you're in your house right now and you're listening to this and you don't have a book on your shelf about things that are important, but you got a wine magazine and a travel magazine, give your head a shake. You're a victim. You're a victim. So start getting self-educated, listening to podcasts, download some some books you can listen to and buy some real books so that your kids can see a reading so they have something to mimic and download into their subconscious. Get off the TV and start dreaming a little bit above your subconscious range that the subconscious mind has downloaded from your first seven years of life. Dare to push a little bit on those ranges that are inhibiting you and you know come to my if you want some chalk jock stuff in the right way come to my page jason christoph and it's a picture of me on facebook jason christoph on facebook there's a picture of me and my wife uh, and my daughter on the on the deck of a, a sailboat yeah and if you want little pep talks like this all the time and maybe article form Come to my Facebook page or go to my website, jchristoff.com. Christoff is Christ with an OFF on the end. And, um, yeah, just start saving yourself in order to save the country. You can't vote and and outsource your power to other people and say they're going to fix it. You have to fix it. But with your health, you can't ask your the, the UK prime minister to come fix you when you don't even want that responsibility yourself. That's it makes no sense. That's the problem. Massive problem. But he's going to come clean your life up when you're down at the pub? What do you think he is, Harry Potter? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's just true. And it's, as Jordan Peterson says, you know, make your yeah. own bed first and treat yourself like someone you care about. Um, Jason, absolutely brilliant. You've actually mentioned the two places people can find you, which is great. Um, jchristoff.com or on Facebook. Um, I mean, I've always um, communicated with Jason quite a lot. We'd be putting this out anyway. And people, I mean, it's not the first time you've been on the show, Jason. I'm sure it's not the last. So people probably know you uh, anyway. So, which is brilliant. But Jason, thanks very much for coming on my man. And it, as always, it's been a, a great talking to you. Thanks, Ryan. Power to the people. So, guys and girls, that was episode 129 with Jason Christoph. Um, some really interesting information there about blue light uh, and obviously about self-sabotage and some interesting discussion about David Chappelle's Netflix special. And um, 
everything about us get becoming like if you want to become the best person you want to break free of the mold you're in and, and up level your life and yourself and get healthy you know you're going to have to if you want things to change you're going to have to do things um differently you know if you want things you've never had you've got to do things you've never done before and i think it's really really important message and to understand what things are holding you back the social constraints the group uh dynamic maybe you feeling like you're going to be challenged by the alpha or yeah losing your friends losing your group um and just the things you're going to have to do it'll be different so yeah it is it is it is definitely something that we all have to look into um and you know people who want to to get to who want to thrive you know you've got to do things differently from the herd as, as jason said you can't slaughter lions you can only slaughter lambs and so it's time for people to understand you make the choices um that you if you want to get better you've got to make different choices you've got to make the choices you have to make and then start living life accordingly and doing the things you need to do and so yeah awesome episode with jason hope you enjoyed it we'll be back next week um as always if you are dealing with a health issue and um and you're looking for so it always annoys me when I get messages for other. <laughs> if you're looking for, if you are dealing with a health issue and you're looking to overcome it, and you're looking for one-to-one support and a program that enables you to do it, and someone who's been there to guide you through the process and get results, you know, if you haven't been looking on our social media, um, revive underscore yourself on Instagram, uh, revive yourself uh, natural health. I think it's actually revive natural health on Facebook, or just follow me, Ryan Martin, on Facebook. Um, you haven't seen the results you've been getting with people. I mean, some of them are just phenomenal, you know. Um, and, you know, we've got our program and it enables people to go through it, but it's all credit to the people. They're the superstars that actually put the plans in place. Um, I can show them the way they have to walk it, and they are doing it, and our clients are just great um, examples of what can be achieved. So if you are dealing with a chronic health issue and you want to put it behind you for good, then you can email me at ryan at reviveyourself.com co.co uh, yeah, ryan at reviveyourself.co and I'll get back to you as soon as possible or you can head on over to www.reviveyourself.co and hit the contact button and send me a message and I'll get back to you uh, as and when I can um, otherwise guys and girls that's it for this week as always stay happy stay healthy and I'll speak to you soon bye bye if you're struggling with gut issues such as gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, indigestion, heartburn, and want to finally be able to eat the foods you love without the crippling after effects, then don't forget to head over to reviveyourself.co and pick up your free copy of the Healing Health Paradigm today.